episode one of the Sleepwalker Pod. We're just yeah, gonna get man. right into it, man. Like, it's been kind of a crazy week. Like, this Yachty album just dropped, though. <laughs> we're just running through that. Yeah, we literally yeah. just listened to how it. Do you, how you feeling about the Yachty album, man? I was honestly surprised. Um, I haven't personally listened to Lil Yachty for a while. I mean, I hear, like, some songs that he comes out with, and especially when he was doing this stuff with Rio and, like, Y&J and all of them in the Concrete Boys saga. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was kind of blindsided, I guess. But not – I wasn't really expecting – too much yeah nobody was expecting that i mean the whole like <laughs> jump from like michigan boy boat to that i was low-key like man like uh jeff weiss of fashion of the weiss said that this is like the most urban outfitters vinyl album he's ever heard and <laughs> i thought that real. was like a little harsh because i did like some songs on it drive me crazy was good i thought pretty was ridiculous but i do think that that's the sound that people make when they enter good pussy so i was like <laughs> all right like you know i'll give you points for yeah. that but i think it's funny how like because he just re- he just recorded and wrote a lot of these songs on this last Drake album, so he's coming right. straight from writing "Back Outside Boys" to like mm-hmm. a studio with Kevin Parker, like "Yo, like I got to get in my psychedelic bag," like so you can really do anything. He's like a he's like a chameleon to rap. I mean, no, for real, that's a great that's a great point. I feel like his most of his career is um his move has been him going from different sound to different sound to different sound like every year is kind of a new sound that yeah he's trying to yeah popularize and shit yeah the whole concrete boys was funny like uh just because you know a tweet like you know hoes be having different girls at their birthday dinner every year like i feel like that's how you <laughs> ought to be moving because he had he had the sailing team yeah and then he was like shout you know, out concrete boys shout out k supreme shout out you know burberry perry i know burberry there was like perry. some you know, static there or something. Winter I do time. remember an interview, Wintertime as well. I think he moved to Iceland. Cool. If you have any information about Wintertime, please contact <laughs> Let us. Let us know. It's Wintertime in Iceland. It's Wintertime all the time, some say. But <laughs> Sailing Team, apparently he was saying that they weren't really motivated to get money like he was motivated, which I could see because he was going really crazy in 2017. I mean, he was doing Target commercials. Yeah. You know, if, if you had a snack company, like he was going to write a little jingle for you. So Not I could see real. people trying to like eat off of him potentially. But that's how rap groups always go. There's always the alleged Beyonce of the group. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everyone else just does what they do. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But I like, I like what he's doing with Concrete Boys mm-hmm. so far. I think it's been interesting. But I think the same problems like persist when you're trying to jump up from underneath someone. You know, it's just going to be hard to do. Yeah. I mean, Sofago is like, you know, been suckling at Travis Scott's teeth since the Donald <laughs> Trump administration. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Sofago, man. Like, did he, could you say he fell off Sofago? Was he ever on? I, <laughs> I never really listened well, to him. Well, I know that, that album but... did really bad, but he's really talented. Like, he's got a great voice and he clearly has like all the tools got to you. succeed. But for some reason, it's like, I don't know, like with the game, it's like people either set the fire under you or they don't like, you know, people ride or die for what they really fuck with. Like, even if someone's not massive, you just have a lot of diehards that are going crazy for them. Like, I think a good example of that, it gets distorted because we're in the tri-state area. My Mm -hmm. address is, but, you know, someone like Cash Cobain, where it's like, they're not necessarily the hugest, but everyone who fucks with them, fucks with them really hard and pushes their stuff really hard. I don't see people That's really true. doing that for Sofago, but yeah. I also think it has to do with the region. I'm not sure where he's from. Me either. But um, he Maybe doesn't have like, like the Saint city Louis. to fall back on. 
because New York does give it like an extra like flair. Like it's for something sure. like Ice Spice, for example. Like you know, yeah. the viral sensation. I mean, in addition, also very attractive. But like mm-hmm. all these these factors blow you up even more. I feel like there hasn't been even that one X factor to really like set Sofago's career on fire and everyone's talking about him yeah. because the music's good. I mean, he had that song Hell Yeah with Ken Carson, you know, Sleepwalker where, you know, obviously we've, we've messed with him, but there isn't <laughs> like something specific that's really like jumping him out all the way out of here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've met like a, a diehard Sofago fan yet. You know? <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know, there's no real diehard Maroon 5 fans, diehard, yeah. I mean, I, there are Actually, diehard Panic Maroon at the Disco 5, fans. There definitely are diehard Panic at the Disco fans. Maroon 5, they, I don't know, I feel like there's some diehard Maroon 5 fans. No, they're, yeah, they're probably are, I'm probably gassing. They're, they're pretty global. Yeah, no, nah, they're, they're pretty big. I, Adam Levine <laughs> was like talking his shit though, on those early Kanye albums, like, like if he needed Yo. like a white boy, he was like actually yeah people forget yeah people forget heard him say like he's certified for that you can go to any hood for that like, to this day <laughs> even after the the judaism problems like he's he's showing like he wasn't he wasn't affiliated with that like he's like I, the, he's like i just sing but, song i just say like yeah now nah, that's yeah that's a crazy it's a crazy switch up but people are always trying to jump up i mean check west has had these problems yeah like it's just like rap is it's very sassy. It's very diva-ish, you know. There's only yeah. room for for one mug. Like Drake is is throwing his boys in the basement, like to <laughs> write songs. Like you know, Facts. like imagine if Drake like just let Majid Jordan have. Hold on, we're going home. Like they like they could Where? be on some weekend shit by this point. Cool. Like if he let Party Next Door keep work, and he did that with Rihanna, like where would his career be? Like it's you have to be like uh... inherently selfish. To get to that level of success, in my opinion, at least in For rap, sure. because the very cutthroat game. I mean, that's know? mostly all, just like industries. In industries, America, yeah, you know? yeah. I definitely can't. The most can't cutthroat put that, people can't put that it, on our music in general. Yeah, nah, but it definitely applies to the rap shit. Like it's like a hyper, hyper like, vigilant. Yeah, hyper uh, exaggeration of like the fucked upness in America. One hundred percent in the rap game even when people like will call out like a p diddy about it like you know he'll be like well you signed the contract <laughs> like it's like that gives me an excuse to fuck you so why wouldn't i be yeah, a terrible exactly. person like diddy bop out you the know door. it's like tax loopholes at this point like even though it's a, it's a person involved yeah and then the okay. only like good endings you see in that is when like by some miracle they accrue enough clout and success and money despite the efforts of the label and they can pull like a megan the stallion where you know, her lawsuit is advancing and she's probably going to work her way out of her deal, but she's a superstar. Like, you know, not everyone's going to get to do that. I mean, I, I fucking hate Rich the Kid, but, you know, he has label yeah. problems and, like, that plug talk money ain't hitting that good. Like, he yeah. ain't hiring, like, you know, U.S. Attorney's Office, former lawyers to, like, work him out of that <laughs> 300 deal. Cool. Like, like, Cohen will fucking skin him, fucking hang him a lot. That fucking... Damn, Rich the Kid, man. Yeah. Rich the kid, he's he's trying. He's, <laughs> like, I don't he's know. definitely trying. You he's, cannot deny that Rich the kid, he's trying. He's definitely trying. Lil Yachty on this album, he's trying. He's giving it the good old college try. You gotta, yeah. you gotta appreciate <laughs> it. But I don't know. I feel I always felt like I always felt weird about that click because I always felt like Jay Critch was getting held back by those guys, man. Because because Rich the kid really subsists off of his connections, like uh, yeah, you know, whether it's Kendrick or. 
or trippy or whatever feature it is like he's really never the best part of a song he's on if someone else is on the song not even yeah. a single time jay critch is great and famous Dex has his own distinctive style yeah. but he's very fucked up but jay critch was always you know solid on his own and and performing and he's just around these guys and i'm like do these people have your best interests like which is which is the thing because it's a you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because Not if you stick sure. with the people you came up with you're gonna get a certain base level respect but if you abandon who you came up with then you're gonna get called like oh like you're like cardi with awful records like yeah, you know you yeah. switched up on the team mm-hmm. but sometimes you gotta switch up on the team yeah because nobody gives a fuck about you anyway right? <laughs> when the chips are down uh, Freddie Gibbs put it best. Everyone was making fun of me for getting beat in the rib shack, but if I died, everyone would have been sad as hell. Like it's always funny. True. It's always funny it's when you're broke point. and all these bad things are happening to you. Like these people don't care. So yeah. I'm I'm all in favor of people doing what they got to do to secure a future for them themselves and their family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nah. Like I've been. What you been listening to recently, man? Well, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of a uh, certified trapper and AOE. Yeah, all the Milwaukee stuff, the yeah. 414, the claps. The claps, crazy. man. I never knew I needed the claps as much as I, as yeah. I did. Until, yeah, that S is very it. crucial. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, now nah, Certified Trapper's been going crazy. Shout out uh, that guy, Eli, AOE's producer. Um, we got an interview dropping with him soon. Oh, Friend shit. of the pod. Let's go. But um, yeah, like all that stuff's been going really crazy. I kind of feel like the same way about that, that I felt like about Flint in like, you know, 2020, like early 2021, where I'm like, man, like this city is just really on fire and has yeah. such a distinct style to even a crazier extent, because I had never heard stuff like the Detroit beats, right. but it still was like, you know, standard drum bass percussion. Like I'd never heard anything like these claps, like in every beat that has these <laughs> every claps. Single, like, it's like makes one, it two, a Milwaukee three, four, beat. five. Yeah, like it's it's not Milwaukee beat if it doesn't have those claps. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've also been listening to like a lot of Certified Trapper. You know, on the way here, I was bumping a lot of a lot of Tony Seltzer, a lot of Vinny Fana. I was bumping that new Earl uh, produced by Surf Gang. Shout out Gianni. Oh, yeah. Shout out the boy Clay. Shout out Sur- Clay. Surf Gang affiliate um cop the shirts late funeral all day late to my funeral we're never late but i'm late to my funeral um yeah now nah, they've been they've been going crazy and i think earl's like really in a position to uh flip everything around i think he's been in the alchemist bag for a while and i very well see him in 2023 transitioning into this more not necessarily trap influenced but just a different space in general i, I, I can i hope he has more in the tank in the tank with Ibo Gianni because like, those are the most interesting producers yeah. out now to me yo so who are your top three producers yeah so I would say my top three right now um yeah we gotta give one to Evil Gianni for just surf gang and everything that he's been able to do in that whole sound um I also want to say Cash Cobain for the like Jersey Club trap drill sound that he's kind of helped create and push in new york and beyond type shit and then i would say third right now probably pop star benny and everything he's doing in atlanta with like the plug and like futuristic plug sound he's got like 20 30 producers that he's like always working with and different artists on his team i feel like he's just like building a lot up to go like forward that makes sense 
Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Like, he's going crazy. He just dropped that project. Um, like, it was uh, kind of like a triple threat with uh, Key and Bear One Boss and um, him, like, producing everything. He loves cool. putting, like, eight producer tags on the track yeah like, you know, it's like <laughs> girl moaning pop star benny like, you know it you know it's benny right it's not benny the butcher like you know just eight eight tags like a bunch of video games like, yeah yeah he's like, really got his own sound nah he's, he's really got, got like his, his fucking sound, team. For sure. yeah that's really what you need like filthy yeah. always has like 13 year olds from macedonia like, like <laughs> beats and like i think that's nah, the key to success secretly Nah, <laughs> but like him and like Benny have been going crazy. I mean, everyone working on dying, I'd have to like somehow yeah. work into my list personally because every yeah. single one of them is wild. Like the butterfly effect of like Mad Ox, like coincidentally meeting Oogie Mane to like Drake, like using <laughs> working on dying <laughs> production on, on her loss. Like, you know, yeah. that's connected. I don't know how it is, but like somehow that happened. Wow. Like, you know, you Literally. love to see it. It's really solid mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Like, but I remember just to sidetrack, I like was following the Working on Dying YouTube page in like 2017 or whatever, 2016. I remember they uploaded the Maddox, like the first Maddox video that mm. ever, and it had like like 50 views because I just happened to go on YouTube right when they dropped it. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But then I was Who's like, this child? <laughs> and I was showing it to like my roommates and shit. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. But also this beat is wild and like, they're actually geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. And like, yeah, and it they, went off. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they were already doing shit in other ways and realms mm-hmm. in the rap world that like led them to where they were going. But yeah. Maddox definitely played a role. Yeah. Like, it was, it was going, it was going up regardless pop, for sure. Pop culture. Beat wise. Totally. Viral. Make them go viral. Yeah. Make them go viral. <laughs> I mean, like just that whole contradiction, like I, I remember seeing the New York Times article and I was like, whoa, like it's it's on a different level now. Cool. But Maddox is one of those dudes, he's still doing it, but like I see less of him now. It's funny, he's like uh, I'll see him on South Street every once in a while. Yeah. He's got like <laughs> the, the white bull dreads going. I'm like, yo, like Maddox somebody's gotta pull you aside, bro. <laughs> like, like you know, he's young though, he's young, he'll figure it out. He's he'll figure it out. Yeah, he'll figure he's it expressing out. Expressing himself. Yeah. Like, but with like people like that, like there's so many mugs who are like, oh word, like I think they're going here. And then, like, they might not age as, like, gracefully yeah. as you think. Like, I don't know. Were they, did you have any predictions that, like, just entirely fell through, like, rap-wise? Like, in this these, these past few years, like, how the game was going, you were like, oh. Yeah, no, for sure. There's a lot of people um, who I thought were going to, like, blow up or, like, skyrocket. Kind of never, uh, that kind of just fizzled out. Someone that comes to mind just right off the top is Splurge. If you mm. remember Splurge, that's yeah. what Splurge. And he was doing the no hooks and the whoa. Yeah. Um, he was like the he first was... person to do that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the first people to do the woes were doing woes to Splurge songs yeah. type shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I feel like there was like a moment when it was like, oh shit, like he's really about to take over. But then I feel like he kind of just found his like pocket yeah. of the internet and supporters and was kind of like, Chill. Yeah. I think he had a kid. Also. Mm, that too. Like you know, yeah. life life gets in the way type shit. But nice. it's like the first person to do stuff seldom is uh given like uh the the credit the, the credit for it. I yeah. mean, there's obviously that whole small controversy about Lil Nas X like really liking Lil Tracy and like like a farmer drops and like that stuff kind of skyrockets like after the fact. Yeah, and it's like you can't really take credit for like 
such a vague idea but right. <laughs> clearly it's like damn like you know who knows what could have happened type type stuff you know yeah like it's just crazy how that how often that goes like but you know that's the game mm-hmm. what about you who's somebody from like who you thought was gonna like really blow up but then really <sighs> man i mean that's really tough because there's there's just so many i mean i i really put a lot of emphasis on the the New York scene, like I, I've been really into Vinifana recently, uh, Zarquan, just especially with like how Pop and Tony Seltzer's become. True, like that whole like he's really managed to cement his production style. Working with people we were talking about earlier, like Jay Critch, like I thought Vinifana was like good at mixing like uh, the more gutter stuff with that yeah. in a way that like other artists like can't necessarily do. Facts. but it never reached that. Um, that breaking point mm-hmm. where it just starts going crazy, but he's mad and respected in the underground. And he's going to, you know, stay that way. Cause the stuff he's doing like is really good. And I want to stress that that doesn't, that isn't necessarily a bad thing because not everyone's going for the same things in the industry. Like we're doing, like we do this for the love of the game, you know, and others, others do as well. So that's not really the end all be all, at right. least, at least to me, I don't know. No, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Not nah, like, um, who else was really going crazy? I mean, I feel like Trippy Red's had like an interesting like career trajectory <laughs> overall. Trippy Red, man, I it took me a while to get into him, I, and I just never really fully got into him. I don't know, it just seemed like a little weird. Um, but there are some songs where he, he was just like singing over like crazy ass, like futuristic, like eight oh eight. Nah, he's he's like, like crazy. Oh, okay. He's crazy he's talented, like, like a crazy feeling. Yeah, I, uh, I I really like wish and like funny enough, he had that song. Like this song was really popping while I was in college, like Trippy Red, um, and there was like a Tory Lanez feature. I think <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, like it might have actually been a Tory Lanez album with Trippy Red on it, which is like another example of like Trippy Red is like a really good feature artist. So it'll come True. in and like go crazy on the song and like take it where it needs to go he's done that for rich the kid multiple times but this song is called ferris wheel and it just has like a really lit like entrance it's like we stay lit all that shit and a little baby what you call it and i was in college when this when it dropped and it was just going crazy like every party when that dropped you know all every you know all the show you're shaking ass shit's going crazy Mm -hmm. but like after all this stuff like happened obviously with like Tori and he's like gets out of it as like a fucking freak or whatever. Hey. I like go back and I'm thinking about that song and you know, his verse is like unmemorable for the most part. But like the last bar he has, he's like, If I whip this dick out, girl, you giving me head like it's like <laughs> is, there, is there an option? He's like, if I whip this dick out, you're giving option? me head. Like <laughs> like like is yeah, there yeah. any choice in the matter? Like is that a direct order? Like I like and I was like, yeah, it all makes sense now. It all clicked. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like the end of usual suspects. I dropped the mug and I was just like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like it was in front of it our all, faces the, the whole entire time. time. Yeah, the whole time. yeah, nah, for real. Like, but trippy. Trippy solid. I feel like he gets like mad disrespect for like an artist that's on his level. <laughs> for some, I don't know what it is. I think it's just fans. I think that might yeah. be the reason that he does like, have like some super cringe fans. His like, fan base is just like who they are. And yeah, it makes me not want to. <laughs> yeah, be a part. Yeah, like the same way. Like I don't like the Rick and Morty fan base or like the <laughs> fan base or like people who are like super into J Cole. You're just like yeah. shut the fuck up, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, nah, that's that's a really good point. Yeah. And I do remember seeing him like right after a whole lot of red dropped, like in like a Cardi fit, and we were all like, 
what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like come on, like yeah. I, you know, be yourself. Like it's all, it's all good. We like, we like you for who you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, I think another great, like I mean, TJX six. Like everyone really oh my had God. like an opinion that he was going crazy, and I thought he was going crazy. I he mean, because he was right alongside everyone else on the Detroit wave. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember him and the Shitty Boys had that song. Him and Baby Tron, like, and know. I feel like for a lot of people, he was like the intro to yeah. the Detroit scene. Yeah, for sure. like I'm, my intro was Baby Tron, but like, yeah, like a hundred percent talking about scamming, doing this, doing that. Mm-hmm. Like he was a hundred percent like one of the first people to get like big, doing that. Not like because sure. his videos were going insanely viral. Dark web, yeah, bro, man. yeah. I, I'll still run All that back. I still run to this day. Shout out to Fox. Yeah, like, he really, yeah. he really got Icarus and. Yeah, too close to the sun. I mean, I think he had some label problems. Yeah. Like, as, probably as signed always. a bad deal. Yeah, hundred percent. Was mismanaging his money. Yeah, um, like he fell out with crazy the, stuff. with like all of his men. Yeah, you know? like Casher Kwan. Yeah, Casher Kwan's exposed in like ten different. Yeah, things. <laughs> <laughs> all the YouTube like the say cheese. <laughs> well, like, this is Batman, Batman, Kevo. Yeah, now he's, he's always he's, done, yeah, he's always on his ass. <laughs> like everyone, like fucking hates each other, but like those yeah. videos, like I don't care what the context is, but like somebody like who like vaguely knows another rapper, like. Like expose all caps, like that shit's gonna be funny every time, bro. Like, yeah. Like, what's good? You can give us some like backdrop on this. Like, what's up with this Aunt Glizzy, shy Glizzy? Like, he's just like coming at this man. Like, he's <laughs> exposing him, quote unquote. He's he's uh, according it, it says here he's Bill Cosby. Like, what's, what's up with Aunt Glizzy, man? Well, Aunt Glizzy is an interesting person because he was originally part of Glizzy Gang. Um, yeah, which which I is also be. a crazy name in retrospect. Yeah. Like they kind of got did. grandfathered into being <laughs> sus because they did come together in I believe the early 2010s. Yeah, that name did not age well. Uh, but yeah, no, they were all part of the same group, and they were definitely running the city, DC, DMV area for um, a, a solid few years. And I personally, I was like, you know, I fucked with Shy Glizzy. I respect Shy Glizzy, but I wasn't like the biggest Glizzy fan. Um, it's more into like Trell and Young Leash for real. Mm. Uh, Trell just got free. Shout yeah. out I just saw Fat Trell this Sunday. Mm. He opened for Future. Mm. Fucking sick. Yeah, good for him. I'm I'm glad he's. Is it over? Is like one of my favorites. Yeah, nah, he's continue. definitely dropped yeah. some classics. But anyways, um, they're all part of the same group. And basically, during the pandemic, or even before the pandemic, and Glizzy wasn't really like anybody for real. Mm. He was just like someone used to be in Glizzy. Yeah. And, but during the pandemic, he figured out how to, you know, just go on Instagram live. And if you talk like enough shit in the wildest way, like you're going to get an audience. And he yeah. was just like going in on like everybody around the DMV, like underground. Mm. And, uh, he's talking shit about like Q to Fool, I'm pretty sure. Um, damn. Uh, and just like other other people that were willing like to entertain him and mm. he got like a really big following because he is funny as shit mm-hmm. uh so i think he just finally turned his sights towards shy glizzy because recently this porn star uh that's her name sky Bree, i believe yeah on uh i saw this shit on a snapchat like <laughs> story but she was Exposing Shy Glizzy for basically trying, being weird, at like a yeah, music yeah, video at a music shoot, video right? shoot, and he was trying to like get her to suck his dick like ten different times. She kept <laughs> saying no, and he was like, well, "If you don't do it, like the last time, he's like, well, if you don't do it, you're not getting paid." And she was like, "All right," and then left. 
And so she just talked about it, and now it's kind of like, you, you know, yeah, that's wild as fuck. Yeah. So everybody's going at him. So, and I guess Aunt Glizzy, like, especially if you've done something wrong, like Aunt Glizzy is not for. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't want him on your bad side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's it's like so he kind of has a history of like being like a little like boy who cried wolfy. But in this situation, it's like you're yeah. actually weird. So we're all yeah. gonna like hop on the bandwagon. Like, yeah, exactly. Fuck you. He's yeah. just who Anglizzi's focused on for like this week or two. This we'll week or two, to like yeah, another dude, you know? the villain of the week. Intr- of the interesting. Anglizzi, yeah. yeah. he's got a formula and it's working for him. So I'm yeah. pretty sure he's gotten even more following. Yes, yeah. and Shy Glizzy's another one of those dudes where it's like, you know, just had that little run and then just like completely evaporated off the face of the earth. I mean, the fact that he decided yeah. to like shoot a music video for a song that's like 10 years old <laughs> is like, you know. <laughs> That's, I mean, mainstream wise, yeah, for sure. But I still think he's very respected, like in the city and just like where he lives and stays. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. No, that's, that definitely. Um, that definitely but this is sense. a stain. Yeah, a major. Honestly, stain. I don't really see him coming, getting bigger again. I think. Oh that yeah, was, no, no. You know, his high peak in twenty fourteen. <laughs> totally over. Yeah, like, like as high as like you know, been. like the crew yeah. remix, like or the, the original crew. Like it was like, ah, oh, it's a good <laughs> run, guys. Like. You know, <laughs> Thank you for launching Brent Fiaz's career. I think yeah. honestly, that's probably like, like that's if I'm hilarious. if I'm grateful to Goldlink and Shy Glizzy for anything, it's for launching Brent Fiaz's career. Gold, I've been um, shit. yeah, yeah. Goldlink got owned so hard, he developed. <laughs> he got he got citizenship in Great Britain. He was like, I gotta get for my real? dual passport on. Yeah, he was like hanging out with Pink Panthers. He was like, I need someone like young and impressionable who's really good, but like, doesn't know <laughs> how much of a dickhead I am. And he's like, Yeah, Pink Panthers, great. And you know. Nobody else is working with him. I mean, he's, I mean, you know, you just did, but he shot himself in the foot. You didn't. What do you do? Well, he was just like talking shit on Mac Miller after he died. Uh, yeah. Like it was kind of the craziest post of all time because he was like, rest in peace, you, but like you were stealing my songs and you're a fucking bitch ass nigga, bro. Like, like imagine, uh, you know, like, like imagine like you died. I'm like, yeah, like. Mario was cool, but like he was kind of a hoe on the lo- like. One of, like <laughs> I post like a picture of like a picture of you or a picture of, like us like hanging out, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, like you were, like yeah, man, like rest in peace, Mario. But like he was kind of a snake. Like I didn't <laughs> fuck with him at all. Like, you know, like yeah. no, no, pull pull up. Uh, if you go to Gold Links, like look up Gold Link Mac Miller. I feel like I'm on fucking Joe. Gold Link's right also now. from a. Uh the dmv area yeah and, yeah um, he was very influenced also very by, uh, go-go music and yeah, everything. very know? highly influential yeah I would say. We're, gonna, we're gonna do we're gonna do a live reading of uh of what this man said just like you can you can you can just go <laughs> you can just go through that all right on tuesday november 26th gold link posted tribute to the late mac miller he said i'd be lying if i said i was surprised to hear that you died on us not because you're necessarily troubled, but because you were special. Because of that, you were troubled. Like, isn't that? What? What? <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be lying if I said I was surprised you died. Like, like what the? Yeah, fuck? that's a really tough way to open it. Yeah, like, like, bro. Most went on to describe how the relationship was special because we weren't always on the best terms. Alludes that Miller incorporated Goldlink style for his 2016 album, The Divine Feminine. I always thought you drove yourself insane about your own music so much that you would adopt styles as homage to those around you that you love. That's where our problems started. (laughs) (laughs) He's literally dead. Divine Feminine was an actual blueprint of and after that we didn't talk. Which is his album. Which is his album. Yeah. 
Your single was called Dang featuring Anderson Pock. You had soul action support you on the Divine Feminine tour. And when I tried to contact you about anything at all, you never hit me. And then Anderson Pack uh, said, um, I imagine your weird ass somewhere posted up when you decide to make this disrespectful, narcissistic, jealous, grossly unnecessary post. Damn. Pack yeah. added, if Divine Feminine was such a blueprint of your record, then tell me where the plaques are for whatever your shit was called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like that's someone you don't want to piss off because his star has only grown like drastically for throughout sure. the last like two to three years. Bro, he has like multiple albums with Bruno Mars, which yeah. is like one of the highest. Yeah, like it's like stars. He, like he there. put the green light on you, man. Like nobody <laughs> is gonna work with you because yeah. Anderson Pack. I mean, even outside of that, even if Anderson Pack hadn't have said that. And he wasn't involved in that. Mac Miller was friends with everyone from Earl Sweatshirt to Thundercat to Schoolboy Q to Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Like, any notable ASAP feature, ASAP Rocky and Future, like, yeah. who's going to consciously Everybody work with Goldlink? Because people don't forget. Like, the industry has an elephant-like memory. Like, For you know, sure. Like, sure. which is why he like tapped in with a bunch of grime artists who like aren't they'll give yeah. a fuck about what's happening over here. <laughs> and Pink Panthers, shout out her. So he really left the country after he dissed Mac Miller. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. I, he, I guess he was having a bad time. Man. Yeah, I mean, I it know. makes sense. And I he, feel like Mac Miller's probably the most respected white rapper. Literally, yeah. No, like, I would, I would I definitely mean, agree. With rivaling that. Eminem, but that's for like yeah. the older heads. Yeah, the older heads. But like, like for like the of this generation, one hundred percent. And Goldlink really shot himself in the foot because he had just had that song. You say. <laughs> with Tyler, which was, like, probably his biggest song to date. And, you know, he could have continued that working relationship because that song was, like, you know, before this last album. And, again, Tyler's star has also only risen. Yeah, And Tyler was also very involved with Mac Miller. Tyler won multiple Grammys. Multiple Grammys. So it's, like, you just literally alienated everyone in a position to make your career better. You already based your shit off of features. Like, I saw this really funny tweet the other day. It was, like, I stopped fucking with Goldlink the moment I realized that he's not the guy singing on crew. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, Brent Fye is another DMV guy. Yeah, 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 man. yeah he's, he's been going up recently, like going really crazy. Did you ever get a chance to peep that new album or like you see anything he's been doing? Uh, I like recently did some shit with Junie, or not even recently. I was like last summer, and mm-hmm. Junie's also like I think they're in the same group. Yeah, they're in the same like, clique. Involved he's really good shit. too. And so I've heard the stuff that he's done with Junie, man. Yeah. And, like, I'm also, like, aware of Brent Fias because he is from, like, the DMV area. So I've kind of seen, like, just his name around a lot. Mm. Uh, yeah, I fuck with him. Yeah, I'm and Junior's cool because he's been tapped in with um, a lot of grime dudes. Like, that dude Saint uh, cool. from London. Like, they've been really going crazy together. I don't even know how that relationship developed in the first place. But I love that uh, cross-cultural contamination we yeah, have no. going. He's got a really adaptive style. You can really totally. switch it up. And yeah, no, he can. Anybody. He can run on. He can run on anything. Yeah, I really like that leak he did. Um, Paper Soldiers, like it was a Brent Fias song. Yeah, he was yeah, on it, yeah. and that never officially got released. What the fuck, Brent Fias? <laughs> like, because that was the best out of those three leaks that he put out. And I'm calling them leaks, but they weren't leaks because Brent Fias literally tweeted, "Go to this link on Linktree and hear three songs for y'all." So. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess he just didn't want to put him out officially, but that stuff was was really solid. I mean, and those those collabs between those those English, U.S. artists always go crazy. I really like what AJ Tracy has been doing with like you know Remy Banks and 
all these other folks over here. I mean, Facts. even taking it back to like Skepta, tapping in with Wiki, yeah. like or Lord Apex, Lord Apex with Lord Freddie Apex. Gibbs and Alchemist, and like people. You know, it's always like a back and forth. Like yeah. the the diaspora is strong no matter where you go. It's, <laughs> it's really it's really sick to see. Not for real. But is there anyone else who you think like we thought they were gonna get to a certain level, and then they didn't? You know. Warhols. Warhols is, I was is a good person, yeah. Yeah. Like chess bands coming soon. You actually yeah. informed me that that had actually dropped and that I'm like pretty sure chess bands came out and that was the last like yeah. Warhol like tape project. I feel I like I feel like that Japanese soldier just like in the island, like they find me like twenty years after the war <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, chess bands is coming out time. it's been out this whole time. Are you serious? <laughs> like I'm crying on the beach, like fuck dude. <laughs> Nah, yeah, like, cause he was going crazy. I mean, like, same shit, New Year, like, I mean, Speed Racer was like crazy. Cause you think about it, like, he mm-hmm. had one of the first really hot Cole Bennett music. Yes, videos. for sure. And I think a lot of people got hit to Cole Bennett through off Warhol's. the Warhol. No, Speed I would, Racer I would, I would a hundred percent give him yeah. that. I'd a hundred percent give him that. Like, just going crazy, like. And mm. with the Brent Rambo beats and Ugly Friend, those type. Shout of out Brent like, Rambo. Shout Brent Rambo. Underground legend. Um, for sure. Like, most of Warhol's, like, beats at first were just Brent Rambo beats. Yeah. And, like... Speed Racer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like he just, he just leveled out. He, like, hit his ceiling and, like, couldn't really transition to the mainstream. Yeah, I remember he tried to go mainstream. He dropped a really solid song with Lil Mosey, and obviously Lil Mosey has, like, terrible legal issues. Like, but that was before that happened. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think that was, like, his, one of his last attempts of being, like, yo, it's just gonna go crazy. And uh, it just didn't, like, connect like that, unfortunately. Like, there's never, like, you know, there's never always, like, a solid reason. It's just, like, shit just be going left sometime. But Mm -hmm. we have a little category we like to do, you know, based on rappers who aged better who did this who did that so we're gonna delve into that yeah man our first matchup is made in tokyo versus father and, uh, <laughs> dealer's choice matchup. like what, what would you say who do you want to take in that um i gotta go father yeah i gotta go father over me in tokyo um i feel like both of them are similar in that they had like one to two projects that really like pushed them like off the map in a sense and like really blew them up but afterwards it's kind of like what father track came out after like 2016 mm. they listened to and same with me in tokyo but like 2018 mm-hmm. or 2017 yeah on that level like he had his like you know hardcore fan base like which which i'm actually part of this is actually a father hoodie <laughs> oh, that's a father, is, hoodie. Is father merch. Like, <laughs> like i'm a father like All big right. fan so like i like was listening to this stuff but it definitely like mellowed out and mm. like wasn't as crazy because obviously Look at Wrist is still his biggest song to this day. For sure. I think Made in Tokyo had more mainstream representation. Like Uber yeah. Everywhere was actually getting played at like, you know, parties while we were in school. Right. And um, you know, he had even a few like TikTok songs, like that song Chuck E. Cheese was going crazy on TikTok mm-hmm. for a minute. And all these all these other songs. Also Richie Souf, another underground legend. Mm-hmm. Um who also had some like crazy placements on a whole lot of red, but for sure they were on some like different time. Like I always felt like father was more like gross is like a bad way to put, but like just like more like you know like super like dirty, like super sexual, you Not, know, which was like the reason like his shit was like kind of like fine to me. Or I have this idea that like 
father walks so softly he could fly. No, that's I would like, pave the way yeah, for just for, hor- like for horny rap. Yeah. yeah, you just got to be horny on the track. <laughs> not the not the first time. Shout out our no. forefathers. Yeah, no, they're hella know, all horny. the three six mafia members. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't be here if they weren't horny. No, you know? so for sure. <laughs> like, like, like so, yeah, three six mafia. R.I.P. Gangster Boo. One time for, for sure. the one time. Um, you know, sugar free. Like just niggas just talking about pussy in the most like he's been horny for sure insane ways. Father brought it to like underground. Father was like talking about like Charlie's getting abortions and shit like and Metro Zoo, but yeah, they were they're a little more uh, violent. Yeah, yeah, a little little crazy. (laughs) Father was like super like you know like more sensual, more sensual like you know like. Like, let me eat you out. Like, you know, let's, like, yeah. get into it. You it wouldn't know, necessarily like, scare the host. He went, yeah, exactly. Like, he definitely had some music that, like, like Morena. Like, who, like who's going to get fucked first? The solid. <laughs> um, Young Hot Ebony was also crazy. Yeah. Like, he had, he, had a lot of, he had a lot of bops. And he's still pretty solid to this day. Like, his last project, um, Young Hot Ebony 2, actually, like, had some, mm-hmm. some real, real solid ones on there. But, obviously, he has retreated into his core fan base and it's right. not like massive now like the last i actually went to a last show he did in brooklyn ba- at babies baby's all right mm-hmm. and um i'm not I, I haven't really heard about like main tokyo shows like that so i yeah, can't really yeah, speak yeah. to it but um i'm right. sure like he'd probably play a venue of like a similar size because they have like their their core their core mm-hmm. fan base you know no i definitely haven't seen a main tokyo uh show thing in a lot actually no, that's not true he was supposed to go on tour with Uno the Activist recently. Oh, really? Yeah. That didn't happen, though? Yeah, I think it got canceled for yeah. some type of reason. But, mm, interesting. Um, but me and Tokyo definitely had, I would say he had bigger hits than Father did. Totally, sure. totally. And he disappeared into the the skies. Yeah. The, you know, yeah. He really just kind of fell off the map. But I'd say, like, he didn't get canceled. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like... He also had a baby. Like a, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. It's weird. I don't, I don't remember well, him yeah. really dropping anything. Yeah, besides the baby. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so he, there's no really, like, time for him to really, like, fail. No, yeah. Like, know? and he's still doing, like, good. And, like, he's, like, those sound, like, I want and, like, all those. Like, he was really, like, going crazy. Like, yeah. I, I really... Don't I can't stress that enough how much I was like really feeling his stuff. So let's start a race war real quick. Yeah. Larry League versus Divine Council. Oh shit. Hmm. I I gotta go with Divine Council here, but mm. I gotta give respect to Larry League. Um, because my man's introduced me to them back mm. in the day and he was like, mm. yo, like, this is our generation's BC boys. Yeah, and like White they dudes. they really convinced me of that. Yeah, but similarly, and Sensei ATL is also like going crazy production wise with his placements. He's working heavily with Tony Chanel right now, very influential to that. But for sure, I definitely agree. Like I I said the same thing. I really thought that they were this generation's VC boys. <laughs> I'm like, how did you fumble like the white privilege card? Like if Jack yeah. Harlow can like get that far, right. like a they bunch should of be like, Jack Harlow. They level. should be Jack Harlow level. Like I don't, I really don't know what happened. Like, me either. But Divine Council on the other same hand like they also just kind of fell off yeah fizzled out they just started beefing with everybody they started beefing five money um beefing with like lucky and like just everybody in chicago i feel like he 
They just like burning bridges. They all seem like kind of hotheads. Oh, Except totally. For Cyrax. Cyrax seems chill. Yeah, I I like that that one song by him. Ironically called I like, but yeah, no, he's yeah. And I feel like Silk Money is also like a very very good rapper. He can but again, actually rap. Yeah, he can actually rap. He could sing too. Very good singer. Um, song song recommendation: Who Cares by Michael Christmas featuring Silk Money. Uh, he Michael pulls out Christmas. the. He pulls out the Bobby Brown vocals on that. I swear to God, it's actually the craziest shit I've ever heard <laughs> in my fucking life. But yeah, Silk Money was like clearly like Divine Council like had something special. Like you don't get Andre three thousand and come out of retirement for reverse. Like if you're not yeah. like doing something right, you know. But it's just hard to maintain that. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, even like Tyler was showing Tyler Creator was showing a lot of love to those guys. I mean, he got a few beats. Silk Money got a few yeah, beats yeah, for his I'm last good. album. Even got a feature for right. his last album. And Tyler's like not doing like soundcloud features, features. like he's not doing features for like anybody <laughs> like you got west side gun yeah and that's the only one that really like comes to mind like, like immediately did some shit with freddie gibbs yeah yeah the alchemist freddie gibbs collab project yeah which these are people that he's known for a very long time i mean right, yeah. he probably met alchemist when no idols came out because earl and damo and all those other another classic project right but you know that's like 10 plus years ago and obviously west side is like that with alchemist so like somehow at some point they got connected right. and ended up doing stuff so it's like some real like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper stuff yeah but i do see like you know he he definitely has some hothead tendencies and on his last album silk money's last album like he's really rapping like he's angry at the world and i'm like yeah you know, like relax i man. actually listened to his last album and it was all like uh samples right like, yeah there weren't any yeah. 808s or anything like mm-hmm. that no like icy twat yeah um yeah like on paper divine council should just be way more bigger like like they got features from tyler and like they're getting andre they got andre to come out of i think epic also like at least the way silk money tells it like epic like was really fucking with them Mm -hmm. like just from a a music and money perspective and that he wasn't really seeing any money from that deal like at all like none of them and um obviously like we were saying earlier like these shit deals like well, really really they'll get you they really be fucking people on that so i definitely i definitely see how that could have happened and that leaves people jaded like rightfully so like i don't even know like like we're talking about all these divine cat like what the, like lord linko like where yeah, the fuck's that guy yeah, at? yeah like, actually you know? i think he i think he stopped I think he mm. yeah no he like he, he might have just been like i'm things, yeah. gonna be a plumber <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> i'm just gonna make like consistent money but i don't know like i I'm not, not even, bro, like for real. So yeah. maybe Larry Lee's got it over Divine Council because, I mean, well, I, Sensei is still active. Sensei is still active, but the other like, ones have—I like, can't even tell you their names to be completely yeah, honest. Like, Larry? I don't. But they were, yeah, Lee. I think they were all named Larry. No, they're all their names started with L, and that's where they picked uh, Larry Lee. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was Lamichael, Lawrence, and Latavius <laughs> together. They, they formed Larry League, but um, yeah, that's all, like 30, 30 by them like crazy. The LaFlair freestyle. Like they're really going stupid. They've and got it, some solid features too. Like Lil Yachty was fucking with them. Yeah, Thousand, Thousand Band, Band Fawn, Gloria. Uno, probably. SoundCloud Classic, Gloria, SoundCloud. They've classic. got more. I think they got more SoundCloud Classics than Divine Council potentially. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't know though. Well, yeah, if you count Sensei ATL and all the beats he's made. True. Yeah. But no. I, also, Icy Twat. Yeah, Icy I think Twat. I, Sensei's got a bigger range. So Icy Twat's kind of coming back now because he's got that song like "Shirt" and obviously like "Off the Leash" was going crazy. But yeah. you know, he turned out being the Beyonce of the group. Who would have thought like that he, had, <laughs> that he had that shit in the bag? But you know, now he's signed to uh, Aug ASAP ASAP Rocky's uh, oh, label. Oh, 
Yeah, 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 Ew. yeah. Him, yeah, he dropped that song on uh, Porsche truck and uh, shirt. He dropped because he's yeah. um yeah he's in a he's in a duo essentially just like a rap duo based off that uh based out of that collective with Aug and and everyone. So wait, who else is part of it? So it's it's Icy Twat and um like like um thought twat like so like his name's like young young thought or like like old, old thought all right middle aged thought middle aged yeah thought. i guess he get he has hoes i don't know like i don't know, like, I you know it has to make sense like somehow <laughs> but yeah I see twat and young thought i see twat and young, yeah no it, i'm pretty sure their collective name is thought twat yeah but That's i was crazy. i was thinking because I brought Mike Christmas early, and that kind of reminded me of the fact that, like, you know, Mac Miller brought him on tour as well. Who? Michael Christmas. Oh, I was just thinking, yeah. like, how, like, tapped in with, like, everybody he was. Like, he was always showing love. Right. To, Michael like, Christmas, man. What What's he on? He's probably doing well. So yeah. yeah. No, nah, he's, he's got to be doing something. Yeah. But he was, I was fucking with his stuff heavy, like, because the whole Pigeons and Planes generation. I mean, you had, like, uh... I feel like Michael Christmas, um, Toby, um, Fucking like Alan Kingdom uh, and them, Sir Michael Rocks, Sir Michael Rocks. Like, God damn, yeah, niggas were going crazy. The blog era, as they call the it, the blog era. Yeah, the blog era. One yeah. of my favorite blog era acts, gotta be Das Racist. Das Racist for sure. Yeah, like they have aged <clears throat> pretty not well. Oh, terribly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. But yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I was really fucking with their shit back in the day. Like one of my best friends in high school, like, we became homies just because like. I was listening to their shit. He's like, "Oh, you fuck with Das Races too? Like, you know, you find someone else who like, who, like is knows tapped in who Das Races. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You must and then be you're like, all right, cool. yeah, like, about yeah. But they have they're what like for <laughs> everyone, even in the collect like general collective, like cancel, 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 like, just, <laughs> kill, so, yeah, kill, yeah. Nah, I was a I was a big fan of Lacutus, Le- the white mm, dude that yeah, rap. Yeah, and, um, it's like again, how do you, how did you Gandhi. fumble the white privilege back? Right, like, yeah. it's like, come on, bro. Like let's they get had all of Mishka. All yeah, yeah, all of Mishka back. buying the beanies, bro. Like <laughs> you just have a beanie trust fund. Like what are we doing with that? Like Mr. Motherfucking Esquire is kind of doing his thing. Bro. I fuck with Mr. Motherfucking Tapped Esquire. Tapped in with Madlib. Like I would yeah. say he is probably aged the best out of that whole group. Totally, because he just kept rapping. Bro. Yeah, he just kept rapping and like he never really switched his like style or sound. Of, like he always had bars and like he's like a grown ass man. So he you know raps like. Like a, a grown, grown ass, ass man, man, you know, about yeah. grown ass men shit. He's not like out here. Yeah, trying to be like, what he's not type yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of what I don't like about these new Nas albums. Like, <laughs> why are you making music with Fabio Foreign? You are Yo, damn near 50 years old. He has a old. track with Fabio Foreign. That's yeah, insane. Man. Like, I, I haven't mean, listened to any of them. There's just no Nas. reason to do that, bro. Like, tap in with the Griselda boys. Like, they're like, right. like what, like five, six, seven years younger, younger than, than you. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here, bro? Right. Like, there's just no reason. <laughs> Man, for you nah. to be on like a drill beat, bro. should not hang it up. What's next? Is it time? <laughs> is it time for Wait, the... at this point you're fucking up the ratio. It's like Eminem <laughs> fucked up his good music to bad music ratio. Hey, like yo. so now it's just like, what it's are we doing? At this point? But didn't Nas like win win a Grammy last? Album he did win a Grammy that? last album, but, but he I feel did like he it was just because it was Nas, right? Because, well, he never won a Grammy for anything else. Uh, so they can't let him like stop releasing music before they give him a Grammy. Yeah, like that's weird. happened like a lot of times when it comes to the Oscars. It's like we'll give you an Oscar for like a movie that might not have been your best movie because like we missed 
the vote, yeah, yeah. you know, but you're a legend. So we got to give you something. You got to give you something like Freddie Gibbs, like something to rap about came out like that year. Alfredo came out that year. I think yeah. Alfredo was the superior album. Me too. Like, so, you know, it it, it is, it, it is, it is what it is. Like yeah. at this point, Nas might as well lean into it. Do a song with Ice Spice. You heard it yeah, first. Yeah. 2023 point. predictions. Ice Spice and Nas are going to click up for a whole collab album. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be crazy. It's going to no, sell like it's going to go triple platinum, triple diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with that, I think that was that was episode one. Tap in with us on uh, socials on the screen there. Them links right there. And uh, we'll catch you later.